Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to, well, I'm going to say a very unusual episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime. It's a bit of a special episode and it's because we've got some news, guys. Uh, One of the drunk women is actually flying the nest. Our Katie Wilkins, aka Detective Sasshole. So, We would be remiss if we didn't record a special episode where we reminisce, where we remember all of our favorite Katie memories. And we we just wanted to make sure that we had like a good nostalgic chat. But before we kick off with that, I just want to reassure you because I can feel all of your stomachs dropping to the floor. I'm going to tell you right now, just like Celine Dion's heart, the podcast will go on. In fact, we are resuming weekly episodes this month, now that Hannah has mastered parenthood, I assume. Absolutely um, nailed it. Hello. Nailed it. Completed <laughs> it. I get You're done. She's got a job. She's got a car. And we're also going to have some live UK dates coming up later this year. So I don't want to call us heroes, Hannah, but we will carry on the podcast. Worry not. Drunk Women Solving Crime isn't going anywhere, but Katie... Our dear, dear Katie is. So Katie, tell us a bit about your plans, girl. Hi. Hi, Hi. everyone. Hey. Hi. Hi, Taylor <laughs> and Hannah. Yeah, <laughs> I, 
I'm consciously unthrappling. Get it? Get it? <laughs> consciously nice. uncoupling from this thrapple. Nice one, uh, Gwyneth. <laughs> yeah, they say uh, leave them wanting more. I haven't done that. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like I have left them questioning why they want what they want at all, which in many ways is just as important uh, in, in show business, um, which is what this is. So yeah, I just, um, basically, it's just been tough decision time for me. I love this podcast. I love you guys. It's a really sweet gig. It's a lot of fun, but it also takes up time and I have finite time and infinite tasks and new year, (laughs) new goals. And just, yeah, it's just tough decision time. We're all going to die. I want to do something else. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Imminently? Hopefully not. (laughs) We're all going to die. Do you know what? There's there's a few names for like self-help books you should write in there. (laughs) We're all going to die is definitely one of them. I have infinite time. No, I have finite time and infinite problems. Infinite tasks. Infinite tasks. (laughs) That's also how I justify not doing housework. I have finite time and infinite housework. Oh, 100%. It's a it's a good mantra, actually. Very good mantra. God, of all the things I thought you were going to say, I wasn't ready for we're all going to die. <laughs> and that's almost like the perfect way to kick off. Like, why do we love Katie so much? <laughs> what are we going to miss about Katie? I mean, it's this podcast is going to get a lot less sassy. First of yes, all. Yeah. There's going to be there's going to be almost zero sass, I think. <laughs> we are not I'm sassy even- at all. You're going to take it all with you. Um, yeah, we're going to miss the sass and particularly the reinvention of Sassy Katie. That to yes. me is the, um, you know, we're all going to take a lot of things from this podcast about what it's done for us, what it's done for our lives. And I think you becoming sassy is mm. something I'm not sure would have happened if there wasn't several people listening into it and and, and it really encouraging it yes i love that you're sassy but you need encouragement (laughs) (laughs) very contradictory there's another self-help book do things for other people (laughs) (laughs) what's the fucking point because you're worthless before we delve into some of these sweet sweet memories I think we actually want to introduce a special guest to this episode and we've had we've had a lot of requests for her to join us on an episode. Yes. I mean dozens and dozens of times because you may have heard her laughing in the background. You've certainly appreciated her editing even though you didn't realize it. Yeah. Please welcome <laughs> our beloved producer Amanda Redman. Amanda Hey, wow, Amanda, what an just honor. so you know that your self-help book would be called Laughing in the Background. <laughs> I mean, oh. there's many different records that are out there in the world with me kind of cackling in the background. It's <laughs> like... I want to kick us off with one of my favorite Katie memories. Is that all right? Sure. Oh, yes, are we? Can do. we just throw it right in there? Now, listeners who have listened all the way through, you'll know this episode. This is just a classic Katie moment. And I wrote down just everything French. And the (laughs) most important French moment with Katie was, it was the Juliet Myers episode. We were recording in the middle of deep, dark lockdown. And Katie had a moment where the word disgusting came up. And it related to the case. She said, I think I can say that in French. And we went, oh, okay. And <laughs> you can feel the moment where she just doubted herself that tiny bit. And she just went, Dis- 
Disgust. And, and got no further because we just burst into laughter. Disgust. Oh, I love French Katie, I've got to say. Oh, I remember we did a live oh. show. I think it was one of our first live shows and there was a French woman in the uh, front oh, row. Yeah. Do you remember? And you were like, you said it. And then I can't remember if she told you you'd done it correctly or not. I think it was correctly because you were like, yes, the French woman says it's right. <laughs> 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 um, but also one of my favourite memories is that I think it's that very same episode and it's another uh, French Katie moment the case was when I think it was about somebody selling the Eiffel Tower and then was that the one where you passed around a picture of the yes he oh. was a con man it was our first live show ever right yeah it was and I'd taken the liberty of printing out <laughs> the um <laughs> The guy, um, he was a con man. Yes. He had a money box that he said printed money. And there was a picture of it on the internet. And it was only like a 50 seater room. I thought we could pass that round. It will only take a second. <laughs> um, you guys, I don't do it now because obviously no. it wasn't enough I mean, razzle dazzle, apparently. From where I was standing in my post at the sound desk, I could see it kind of getting passed around the audience. <laughs> With people, kind of, the, the more it kind of went round, the more confused people were because they'd kind of forgotten what it was that they were supposed to be looking at because it might be 10 minutes later. I and I know. think in the end, it actually ended up being screwed up by one of Olivia Lee's, who was yes, one of the guests, really? and it got thrown on the stage. It got thrown yeah. back at us. It was turned into wow. a weapon. <laughs> See, that was before I was sassy. That wouldn't happen now. I'd take them all down. Oh, my God. Would you try <laughs> that? You would. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it was a bit like school, I suppose, passing around a piece of paper. It wasn't very in keeping with the drunk theme. <laughs> I thought it was so sweet, though. That's what I love about like uh, things like that is it's just like, I totally see the logic of it because actually it's for a podcast. There are so many things where I'm like, oh, I wish we could actually show people yeah. what these people looked like or what they'd done or a murder scene, essentially. You know, just you just wish you could show people things. And well, you just this went, guy oh. did it. Exactly. <laughs> it was so beautiful. And because it was our first show, it just felt so perfect. Like, we've got some visuals. <laughs> we've got some budget visuals. How much would it cost to put up a, sc- not a green screen, you know, a projector? Oh, yeah. In Edinburgh, I think it costs you like two grand to have one of those. Okay. In a so, yes. it was literally £2,000. But- so, Katie saved us two grand. I look yeah. at the saving I made you. Um, but also, <laughs> I think we'll have to be in, or you guys will have to be in bigger venues before the people have to use their imaginations uh, to see what things look like. I missed what you said. I don't know why this thing, I thought I'd got it in a really good, this is why Rich gave me his old Yeti mic, because it's like slightly... I don't move because otherwise this does the same. Right. I love how yours really looks like an uncircumcised, or a circumcised penis though, Amanda. I'm enjoying that. <laughs> and and again, this is a visual that you guys will just have to use your imaginations for. <laughs> for all you people that have you know, been on an uncovered wagon. <laughs> I mean, it might not look great, but stopping the popping. It's its important to stop the pop. Yeah, it is. It is. Stop of the pops. Talking um, of... Sorry, no, go on. No, go ahead. I just, I was excited female to get to my place. next... Female work... I'm even wearing my female workplace t-shirt, guys. Oh, And no with- bra. Yeah, baby. <laughs> no, go Me too, ahead, fact, Katie, you've... um, You're wearing a bra, if, if I... Sorry to... to, to... <laughs> To share such a personal... We've already had the bra chat at the beginning of the... Are you talking about my pitch for the new bra? Oh, yes. Yes, please. 
the halfway house bra. You can't <laughs> run in it, but it's not nothing. <laughs> so Katie's actually leaving to become an entrepreneur, guys. Yes, um... you can expect some comfy but pointless bras coming soon. <laughs> we'll buy we'll purchase we could do a line of bras actually a little yeah. bit of merch drunk Sounds on like one it. boob women on the other yes please mm. or crime That's themed good. I don't it's know pretty... how it would be crime themed but <laughs> with blood on it just have a think about it <laughs> if someone tries to snap it it shoots them somehow nice. I like it yes oh my gosh are people still doing that that's good boy that brought back a flood of memories mm. boys snapping your bra is that yeah. does that still happen in today's I mean, not, not, in a while not to but... me lately yeah <laughs> i mean not to us of course but our poor our poor girls still being subject to that presumably i'm gonna assume that they are it's yeah. a heavy panorama type topic okay. um, <laughs> speaking of bras one of my other favorite things about Katie during a show is the moment she takes off her jumper. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't think I've oh. ever seen anybody do that before on stage, but it is, it's just such a moment. Like you hear the clunk of the microphone being yes. popped on the table. It's very yes. loud in my ears. And then, the, and then just the, uh, the arms go up. And the party top comes out. I love it. I particularly like it as well. If if the security backstage isn't good enough, Katie will often go on stage with her full bag with her as well. <laughs> full handbag, Katie, as well. I love that. <laughs> and actually, you, you have inspired me as well, because I'll often take my phone or something on stage where I used to leave it. Little tip for robbers out there. I used to leave my uh, phone backstage. But yeah, you feel a little bit like... We could possibly get, and is that what it is? It's it's you're worried about somebody coming in. You're not worried about us stealing them from you. Um, well, I didn't want to say no. I feel like I've only really done that a couple of times. If that's one of your main memories of me, like... I think I would wrestle the bag off you quite often and have it in the sound desk with me. Oh yeah, that did yeah. happen. It's just really memorable because it sort of looked like you had some place to be as well. Like, I'm just going to stop off here for a second, record a podcast, and then I'm, I'm off to out. Little. I'm off to Aldi. Oh, I love that. No, not going anywhere nice either. Okay. It's just, do you know what? I almost said Waitrose, and I'm like, no, Taylor, be relatable. Don't throw out the W. Oh, dear oh, me. It's not so much of an episode, but it's an ongoing thing that when we would do a record, especially strong memories of when we used to record at yours, Taylor, and um, Katie's emotional shops. There. Oh, I just loved it when Katie was feeling emotional because she'd bring the most awesome stuff for us to eat, like stuff that I wouldn't even think of. That was always just like an absolute bonus of like if Katie's having a bad day. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. That was one of mine too. That was one, of course, mine would be related to food. One of my favorite things was when Katie would feed us. But it, <laughs> it, it started because you just showed up with an amazing amount of food. Like it was a party for 20. And we're like, whoa, Katie, what's going on? You're like, I think I did an emotional shop. And so it just became known as Katie's emotional shop. <laughs> so you would so always before. bring knickknacks. Yeah. Skittles, mm. some kind of parabolic, um, you know, potato chip, be it Pringles or the other one that they used to make that was slightly yeah. less greasy. Stacks. Stacks, yes, stacks. Mm. Was I was a big fan, yeah. I remember Amanda would always turn up to your house with like half a tube of Pringles because you'd have eaten half on <laughs> the tube. It was a half a tube of stacks. I was, yeah, I could never quite wait. tube journey. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy a tube, uh, yeah, tube of stacks to share with my friends and just have my portion before I got there. <laughs> <laughs> 
love it. It's funny, isn't it, the way we've kind of evolved from where, like, I feel like there was the era of when we first started Drunk Women and we were recording at Taylor's flat before she moved. And that was just like... I remember that being like really exciting just because the fact that it's like with all of this and, you know, with we sort of none of us expected this to actually go anywhere in a way because you sort of don't, do you? We've we've all worked in the comedy industry for so long to know that you put your heart and soul into things and then nothing happens. So with this, it's like that's what's so, so mad about it. And I feel like that was a really exciting time because we just and we hadn't started doing live shows we didn't even know that would be an option yet and we just you know I remember our first episode that we recorded was like with Catherine Ryan and that was like that was really cool as well and she was just at your house and it was just yeah it was so fun yeah yeah that's amazing that gin as well that we we got that (laughs) yes um we got all those bottles of unicorn tears gin and another plug for them. Um, but I, I can still taste that. It was so unusual when I really thought about it, about drinking glitter. You know, when you really think about it. Like, I know. I, mm, yeah. We put that in our bodies, like little pieces of metal. <laughs> I mean, because what else is glitter? What else can you make it out of? It had no, glitter in it. And we started calling it unicorn jizz. Yeah, I believe. It's not a great plug for them now. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we giveth and we taketh away. Exactly. <laughs> It was super expensive. And when I saw it in real life in the shops, mm. and I was like, whoa, this is some top tier tears. But it was just <laughs> like, it kind of was aniseedy as well. I don't even like aniseed yeah. or drinking glitter, but I had absolutely tons of it. I remember those days at Tez. I remember we would get really drunk as well, all of us. And yeah. do you remember the James A. Cast? And again, a, a top Katie memory is just of us getting so drunk, all yeah. of us, oh. um, yeah. after the record, especially. It was just, yeah. Do, do you remember any of that, Katie? Well, What's your kind of. That is the most drunk I've ever, probably ever been in, one of the most drunk in my life, definitely on the podcast. We drank the cocktails that James had just done a podcast with Harris Matthews yes and it was a, yeah. a cocktail with Guinness Tia Maria and some lethal spirit wasn't it was it like vodka or something I think, I think it might so. have been and vodka, also yeah, we'd already I got the, we'd already got whiskey for him because he'd already asked for whiskey so we yeah. got whiskey for him none of us wanted to drink whiskey so we all had our own drinks I did that drink we were it gonna... though yeah we know you did Katie <laughs> Actually, I think one of you took it off me I think I, I poured did, it out because... thinking it was wine but you told me that after I don't have a memory of that I don't you know, poured I it in a pint glass pod- I had to listen to the podcast to find out what I said oh dear <laughs> oh man I love my that you were la- halfway last... through sorry go on oh no, no my last memory is James saying something about some weird guy where he lived and biting someone's head like an apple <laughs> Oh yes, and, biting the head like and an I apple. I think I responded to it like it was some literal truth as well. Like, what? He can't have done that. Like, <laughs> taking it really literally and seriously. And then my next memory is like suddenly it was the end, and I was telling him not to plug his own podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea what happened in the middle. Which we will not be plugging now because they don't need. <laughs> not going to name it. <laughs> Didn't I say to you, you don't need to plug that. You've already got loads of followers. Something <laughs> like that. Oh my God, I think you I do. do. I, I love, love it. What a ridiculous that. thing to say to someone. To come on to I don't know why they've podcast. never had a son. <laughs> <laughs> Sassy Katie was there, wasn't she? She was she there. Was before there. She yeah, used to only come out when I was drunk. But now she sometimes <laughs> sees daylight. I um, love it. The vampire but, but, out of the shadows. 
Yeah, that was mad. Because, like, I listen to it back and everything I'm saying is absolute gibberish. And everyone's <laughs> being so kind and pretending it makes sense and it's not just repeating what someone else has just said anyway. <laughs> like, there was a bit where they were talking about guns, I remember. Um, and, the, the, like, the, the chat of the case was like, well, why have they got guns? You know, that's suspicious. And I think I went, it can't be bears, can it? It just can't be bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James man. agreed. I think he went. Yeah, it can't, I'm going to second that. It can't be best. <laughs> you oh, guys man, were on was such a wavelength. Of gibberish. You were just on a wavelength with each other that night. You really were. Great. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you know what? I would? I would like listen to a podcast that's you and James called drunk. Off Your Face, and you're just getting drunk and agreeing <laughs> with each other. Oh man. <laughs> my favorite it, memory of that night wasn't even the episode. It's when we were sitting out on my patio afterwards. For some reason, we started talking about the catcher in the rye and you and James laid into it. And you're like, I hate that you both hated the catcher in the rye. And then I was like, oh, that's interesting. How come? And neither of you were talking about catcher in the rye. Like you were each recounting moments of plot because I had to read it twice. Long story, two different schools. So like I remember it and I don't know what book you guys were talking about <laughs> I think you were each talking about a different book that was not Catcher in the Rye and I just wow. sort of sat there and I'm like is it possible I read this twice and I don't remember any of it <laughs> I don't it was so <laughs> funny god I mean again I don't remember I remember you said to me the next day do you remember talking to about Catcher in the Rye and I went no but I assume <laughs> I slagged it off and you went yep yep <laughs> Because I you do have did. a bee in my bonnet about Catcher in the Rye. So if that came up when I was drunk, then yeah, that book would have got it. Two barrels. <laughs> and another book got it too. And well, you'll have to, <laughs> you'll have to just guess what that might have been. <laughs> I remember on that night, because James had got as drunk as you, I always remember I got the overground back with him. I was, I was about close. to say this, Hannah. I was there too. And I know what you're going to say. And it was so funny. <laughs> yes, I thought go you were there, Amanda. Because we would all <laughs> yeah go back that way. Um, and I always remember that James was sat opposite this bloke and he got on. It was probably about 11 at night or something. And he was eating an ice cream. He was eating a feast, just, wasn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, James just really loudly just went, is that man eating a feast? And then just proceeded to talk to this man about the fact he hadn't seen a feast for a really long time. <laughs> and and then he had a keyboard with him and James loved music. So was just chatting incessantly at this bloke, which the bloke quite enjoyed it, I think. But it was so funny because he it was, was just so like, funny. It was like, you, man, you with your feast. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Um, but that's the funny thing as well. Like what we'd always sort of like try to make sure is that everyone, you know, get home safe that whole thing everyone gets home safe after the thing and I always remember with um the Richard Osman episode which was when Richard came to your house Taylor and I remember it was the end of the night and I was going home and so was Richard and then he had a cab coming and I remember I was just stood outside with him for like five minutes thinking well I've just got to make sure he gets in his cab and it's like Richard Osman seven foot Richard Osman me here going like I'll probably protect him if he needs it (laughs) so like after a while I was like wait you're all right aren't you and he was like you're well you can just go home. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think such he, a weirdo. I don't even think he drank that much. So, and it was like seven p.m. <laughs> I think it was that was a record after we'd done James's one. I think everybody was just like, "There's no way I'm doing that again." So, I think as I remember it, we were everybody was really sort of tempered. 
That night I, yeah, I drove yeah. to that one. I didn't drink for that one. <laughs> <laughs> My other favourite uh, Katie memory was uh, during lockdown on the Sarah Callahan episode, where I did an episode all about animals that got um, that went to court. Some of them got hung or kind of s- sentenced to oh, death yeah. for shit they'd done as animals, and it was just so funny because Katie, you just did not believe me. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. You were like, that just this doesn't seem likely. This was going to be incensed. one of my ones, yeah, because you were, you were just so incredulous. Angry. I do remember being quite outraged, <laughs> but then you know you backed it up with a Colin Firth film, and I had to accept that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was literally because the more you said it, the more I was like. Katie is often right about a lot of stuff. Like, this is like, but this is the thing, like, you're Against the one. That, odds. Exactly. I don't know what we're going to do now because sometimes it'll be like, there'll be something from history and you'll actually know when Cromwell did shit. I don't even, you know, like, so this, yeah, this was the thing I was like, so shit, much Katie, Cromwell. like, yeah. she knows stuff and it does sound mental that they would like hang or hung <laughs> a dolphin. Like, that seems mental. Hung like it? a or horse. An elephant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I can't believe we're losing the one of us who reads. <laughs> Not Catcher in the Rye, apparently. But. What could go wrong? Yeah, everything but Catcher in the Rye. Oh my it. God. Yeah, Cromwell has come up so much, and it's always Katie's like, wait, this is Cromwell. And like, I like, hands up, I barely knew who Cromwell was before we even started doing this podcast. And now I feel like a much wiser person because Katie actually knows stuff. <laughs> yes, I know at least upwards of two things about Cromwell. He's a divisive <laughs> character, and he is still hated in Ireland today. Well, there you go. That makes you sound like an expert, to be honest. If you just Except say that every so often. Pick two things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's another self-help book. Pick two things where you just get told two bits of information <laughs> about every single subject and you sound like a, a genius. Oh, you set me up. <laughs> it's the G- it's, it's actually knowing stuff and retaining information in a way that I envy, like I envy the way that your brain actually holds on to facts and stuff that it, because you do read and you do consume stuff and learn, you're still learning this late in life. It's just so interesting. <laughs> but it's that coupled with you'll just have these innocent, beautiful moments where like in Edinburgh, you, you were trying to talk about the band U2, but you said oh, O2. Amazing. <laughs> like, just these little moments. Uh, there was another time. God, this was one of the last live shows we had before the pandemic, actually. Um, we were doing like a charity show in that pub. And I remember the Beatles came up and you just couldn't remember Ringo Starr's name. And it was just the way you went like, you know, your man, the drummer from the band. <laughs> <laughs> just powering through. We knew who you meant. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> your man the drummer <laughs> so guys i have some favorite moments for you guys oh you brought us presents what well, now don't get too excited <laughs> is this like, a roast did this just no. turn into a roast <laughs> like the handbag thing you roasted me no uh, <laughs> i was trying to i've gone for stuff that i think is funny and adorable um, and these are the things that make me like you. That sounds wrong. Uh, okay, so my, 
And now it's even worse. You have, this is reminding me. So this is a different thing. But at Christmas, I got the kids... You know those signs you can get in the multicoloured writing that say things like... There's what there's one from Matilda. Sometimes you have to be a little bit naughty. Um, nice. And then there's like, you don't have to be perfect to be amazing and like perfect spelt wrong. And there's all, you know, that you've seen them advertised on Facebook. It's all like, this kitchen is for dancing. And it's all like, you know, it's some like of them live, like, laugh, love, but for kids. Yeah, for kids, <laughs> but also there's adult ones, right? So I got the kids one each, like, you know, like self-esteem building ones. And then I thought it'd be really funny to, for Rich to have one as well. Well, like fun for him to open one. But the one that I, but really I wanted to put it in the bathroom. <laughs> so it was sort of a present for him to open that I wanted. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've done For that. Christmas. Don't you worry. Um, so, so that one said, "Wash your hands, you f- <laughs> wash your hands, you filthy animal." Very like, nice. So, Rich is opening his present, and he starts opening it, and I was like, "Oh, um, by the way, that present is going to sound like an insult, but it's going to be really funny. <laughs> like, don't take it personally. It's just a bit of fun." <laughs> it's like. You think I don't wash my hat? Like, why? Why have you bought me this? Um, and now I f- feel like I've created an atmosphere where it sounds like I'm going to insult you. But I'm not trying to insult you. I genuinely thought this was funny. <laughs> Please. I'm, I'm intrigued so now. excited. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first? I mean, me, me, me. Okay. <laughs> My fa- Obviously, I have a million favorite moments for everybody. But for the purposes of this... Uh, my favourite Taylor moment was in the um, Annette Kellerman advert. You kept singing Kellerman's The Song from Dirty Dancing. Um, oh, okay. Like really, <laughs> you just every time like there was like a lull or like <laughs> anything, you would just sing the song again. Kellerman's, like... <laughs> we gather together. <laughs> and like when I was researching the case, I hadn't even put that together, but it was like such a brilliant addition. Um, and then like also in that episode was the moment when you... Um, like ate risotto with your fingers <laughs> oh it yes so funny i don't know why it was just the best thing that had ever happened <laughs> like sneakily eating risotto oh like God, i think someone I had gone to get something or there was like a short break and you just like manhandled <laughs> this risotto 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 <laughs> Do you know what, oh what you should gosh. have done is you should have done like this is my favourite moment about one person on the podcast who was it and eating <laughs> yeah we should have done a quiz so difficult to guess who would eat risotto with her fingers wow how I to insult the whole of it, country but... of Italy <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I remember that risotto so well too it was so good yeah it's hard I to took... not eat something took out the middleman. who needs a fork fuck that <laughs> Yeah. Oh wait, I think that was during the pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Zoom one. Because I was like, she didn't offer me any fucking risotto. I was like, genuinely <laughs> annoyed. There. I was like, we've never had risotto at a recording. But of course. Um, so I also, I remember Taylor, at one point you, um, you bought like a kind of divider for a room that you were recording in. And at one point in the recording, it just <laughs> fell over and it was oh, like the yeah. world was falling in. It was like, why has Taylor's wall fallen <laughs> down? Yeah, the facade literally came down because it looked like I was in a professional like studio recording booth and then it fell and you could just see I'm in an Airbnb, in fact. And I think that same night, my husband, G, came in with a big platter of pizza for me. (laughs) It all ends in food that I eat with my hands, basically. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. Oh, that's a lovely memory. I wouldn't have... 
What's funny about doing this, obviously, is we've done, holy shit, almost 300 episodes, guys. Pat on the back for getting all of those in the can. It's just so funny how different all of our memories are, like the cases that stick out in your minds in the moments with each other. Like, I never would have remembered that. I mean, I always burst into song in every fucking episode. (laughs) Ad nauseum. (laughs) But I wouldn't have remembered that. So I like Ah, that. Yay. Thanks, Katie. One of my my favorite Katie cases as well was that uh, case with the swimsuit. Yeah, that was was That was amazing. What a brilliant, like... And also, I know it sounds really stupid because we research all these cases all the time. I'm always like you guys always come up with stuff that I've just never even ever heard of despite mm. the fact I've googled true crime plenty of times <laughs> like, it's always amazing to see what we what we all pick and I think that's something I'm really going to miss as well yeah it's, occasionally there's been cases that I've looked at and gone oh I don't think I don't think that one's for me and then you'll do it a couple of weeks later or a month later yeah. a year later and I'll be like shit I should have done it it was brilliant so <laughs> but it's just our different sort of takes on it I think and I couldn't yeah. find the way in and often you'll start a case with this is you know here's some like four things that you're going to hear from in this case and mm. like if I had the wherefore to do that I think I could have front-loaded some of the exciting ah. things that happen later. So, yeah, that's that's definitely something that I admire. It's not just a memory. It's an admiration. <laughs> now do me. <laughs> <laughs> now my turn, my turn. <laughs> okay, so my favourite Hannah memory, and I think this probably stands out because it is sort of out of character, um, <laughs> but it's it's got to be the time when Hannah drank the prize. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Because, oh wow! Like, Hannah never does shit like that. <laughs> Hannah's like the good one that keeps us on track and always is in control and has always got like always. a sweet one-liner in her pocket and like you know the safe pair of hands kind of gal. Um, so the fact that Hannah, even though we told her it was the prize and to put it back down, she was like, "No, it's alright, isn't it?" and just like still opened it like with such confidence. Um, and just oh. like went for it and we were so shocked it's like what's Hannah do- this is Hannah doing this not one of oh, us no. it's Hannah prior to uh, that as well Hannah threw the clock across the stage oh, which is yeah. it was when Hannah opened that Prosecco we should have already stopped and I was practically standing on the stage trying to get you to stop, trying to get you to wind up. And it was so funny. You'd already thrown the clock across the stage going, I don't believe in time or something like that. And it just No enjoyed. one stops Hannah. <laughs> it was incredible. It was incredible. Whoa. Funnily enough, that's an episode I can't really remember. So. <laughs> oh, man. It was amazing. Oh. You drank it right was, from the bottle, straight yeah, from the you, bottle. Yeah, you did, you did. Mm. It was my, like, genuinely, it was like, well, I guess she's not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but she's only, that Hannah has only come out once in five years. You're yeah. absolutely right. Like, we just got this Whoa. very special moment. <laughs> a loose <laughs> Hannah. Loose <laughs> Hannah. Hannah. I like that Toby made Hannah buy the um, uh, the person whose prize you drunk a drink in the bar afterwards. I did. I remember doing that weirdly. Yeah, I remember being like, "No, you're quite right. I I need I need to buy them a drink." Which yeah, actually, ironically, yeah, would have been more than that bottle cost from Tesco. Sure. So I was quids out there. Yeah, <laughs> and also they got like a glass each or something. So they yeah. still got less, and it cost more. <laughs> And it was yeah. before COVID, but I don't think anyone wanted to drink from the bottle that I'd glugged no. from on stage. <laughs> but still, legend. Legendary. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh.
I think something that I'm going to miss as well is at the end of each of the ads, you know, you guys just started doing this harmony thing. I don't know, it just sort of started quite early on and always, yeah. always um, stayed. And it it's so high when we do when we record it on through the Zoom that we can never hear Katie. And it's the <laughs> remote record bit that you all guys all send me. And then when I mix it, that's when Katie appears. It's like wow. a dog sort of whistle pitch, isn't it? And it's I um, I'm gonna miss that. that so much. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you can disappear I off the um, with my singing. <laughs> you could. You do, you disappear. That's so funny. Secret Only dogs messages. can hear you now. Yeah. Oh my god, there's loads of dogs like signing up to HelloFresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we started doing that, but we did it. I feel like we did it from the first, like Hagen Dazs was one like of our it. first I bet sponsorships. It was, who's the singer of the group? I bet it was Taylor. Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, what? Sorry, what? <laughs> and then to be honest, if there's ever a chance to harmonise, I will do it. Like um, I did it with a, when I had a car, I'd harmonise with the petrol pumps. They'd be going <gasps> like, mm, and I'd be going, ah. Um, so oh, I do like You've got to get back into musical theatre. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, it is mad. But genuinely, like, I just, yeah, I love you so much, Katie. And it's been yeah. so fun. And you're so brilliant. And also, what's really cool is that, you, well, you have agreed, you, you've said you will, so you have to. Um, <laughs> so, Katie, at certain points, will pop back and see us. She'll pop into the Drunk Women yeah. um, Towers. Yes. And uh, maybe a live show here and there. Maybe, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I'd love doing it. I would love to still do it on occasion. If if you'll have me, special um, detective sasshole, of course. Yeah, if you ever need an extra pair of hands, I can I can come back from whatever new case I'm on and, and <laughs> <laughs> rejoin the department. I see it as like in a soap opera when a really beloved cast member leaves, but then comes back for special occasions like Joan Collins in Dynasty and yeah, um, or they come back Bethel. from the dead. Oh, yeah. your dirty yes. den. Yes. I'm Dirty, Dirty Den <laughs> slash Joan Collins. I'm taking it. <laughs> I would run with that, yeah. <laughs> well, and we should say, because obviously we've we've got episodes in the can, so you will still have Katie on weekly episodes right up to the end of April. So April 24th will be Katie's last episode with us. Mm. I'm trying so hard not to cry. I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. <laughs> Oh, oh! We didn't even get you sleeping next to the radiator in the travel lodge. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was so good. What I loved about that as well is it reminded me of you know there being a time where we didn't plump for separate rooms because we couldn't really afford <laughs> it. So, like... so true, yeah. Because I was I was uh, bunking with Katie and you were with Amanda next door, and you might yeah. have heard Katie loudly dragging her bed. <laughs> across the room. Katie likes to be warm. This is why she doesn't take yeah. off her jumper right away. She keeps it on until she's good and ready and warmed up. And she dragged this little travel lodge bed. When we say next to the heater, I mean like illegally against fire code. It was also blocking the door. So it was like we broke every fire code that must exist. You were touching the radiator and you actually got overheated because then at like three in the morning I heard grrrt, grrrt. And you dragged the bed back next to me. I'm like, too much? I can't believe my foolproof plan didn't work out great. (laughs) Well, it did for half the night. It just got too intense. There was no, you couldn't regulate it. It was just like one setting. Yeah, it was. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god oh. <laughs> had to throw that in there yeah wow. i don't know what to say it's been amazing like doing this podcast it's been so much fun it's been such an incredible experience i've learned so much like in every way it's been incredible um so it, re- it really it, people overuse the phrase end of an era but um I don't, I don't think that does it justice it's the end of a whole big thing is that that's the end of an era <laughs> the end of a whole big thing is the name of your sex tape. <laughs> I can't think of a better note to finish on. Yay. Name of your sex tape. Name of my sex tape. <laughs> That's enough now. That's the name of my sex tape. <laughs> So I guess in conclusion, all that's left to say is Katie Wilkins. Katie Wilkins. Katie Wilkins. That's me. (laughs) I can't wait to hear that when we finally get the recording back. (laughs) Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.